0: Hello, I'm Stuart Childs and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. With the end of the year fast approaching, it's that time of year where advisors across the country are busy getting profit monitor input sheets out to clients for completion over Christmas or early in the new year. With this in mind, I spoke with Neve Lynch, Chagas Dairy Advisor in Navan County Mead, and I started by asking Neve to explain exactly what the Chagas Key Profit Monitor is, and what exactly farmers can use it for.
1: It's the only financial package that links your technical and physical performance on, on the farm uh, to financial performance. So therefore, it shows the the impact of the improvements in technical and physical efficiency on the overall profitability of the farm. So like other advantages are that allows you to compare your performance with other farmers or if you're in a discussion group with group members. Uh, and it's also an excellent basis, I suppose, to start like a six year business plan from medium term physical and financial planning.
0: Very good. Um, so, I suppose, look, we, we probably we would look, definitely, as, as an organisation, we'd like to see an awful lot more people doing Profit Monitor. Numbers are small relative to the population of dairy farmers in the country. Is Profit Monitor for everyone, or do you think that there's maybe a perception out there that only people in discussion groups do Profit Monitors?
1: Yeah, look, at, I think probably that is a bit of a perception. But I think personally, um, the profit monitor is for everyone. Like in, if you're in a discussion group and you can share that data with group members or uh, that's great and, and compare within that. But there's also a lot to be gained on an individual farm level. And like even with comparing to the top 10 percent of farmers that that complete profit monitors, you'll get an idea where you sit within within them farmers. So like I think, yeah, definitely every farmer should be completing one, uh, even if it's not in a group setting or you don't want to Compare or show you anyone in the locality you can compare within within. Um, like the, I mean, the multi-year report is great. It's very easy to compare from one year to the other where, uh, you know, figures have changed in terms of even meal and and that sort of thing. So and like to just understand how much it's costing to produce a liter of milk.
0: Yeah, so just to clarify, I suppose that multi year report is just your own firm from year to year, a build up of data over a number of years of of doing profit monitor just to tell you how you track your performance within within your own firm gate.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So like if you've doing it if you're doing it for a few years, you'll be able to compare it to the previous year, uh previous years and so on, yeah.
0: Very good. So uh, people are normally pretty comfortable, I'd say, talking about grass management and breeding policies and how they operate the farm on a day to day basis in terms of the physical, actual running of the farm. Do you think people are a little bit out of their depth when it comes to talking about the financial performance or feel that they might be out of their depth?
1: Yeah, well, look, to be honest, yeah. And um like I mean farmers aren't usually they usually leave all this stuff to the accountant and deal with the day-to-day running of the farm so I think obviously it's it's like doing anything we're we're not used to doing we're always going to be out of our depth so um, I also think though a lot of uh, farmers operate in the sense that you know if there's there's cash there in the account they're happy but I do think there's always room for improvements and the profit monitor will really guide these changes and where improvements can be made and and you'll see that within the the, in the reports but like I mean the the new changes in the profit monitor system in the last year or two um, there's a huge amount of information and reports and um, that can be generated and I think that's, that's great to get them changes uh, in the system so with that being said I think the farm advisor really should guide the, the farmer in the right direction in terms of ro- what reports to be looking at and it's very easy maybe to get bogged down on a lot of information but just pick maybe the, the few simple reports to be looking at
0: yeah, I suppose it's an important point to make there about the current account too, Niamh, Like, because people could actually have money in their current account, but they could have an awful lot of it spent on capital items and so forth and not actually have a handle on the actual performance of the firm. And uh, in some cases, even spending that kind of money on the capital, sometimes it might be eating into money that's actually required for other uh, to meet the bills that need to be paid on the farm, and just just the way the year works out, that they have a bit of surplus around, so it's an extra step for uh, on from just kind of what's in the account, isn't it?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. So at the Outlook Conference the week before last, Emma Dillon said that given the low growth in dairy production across the world, milk prices have obviously, as people will well know, have moved to unprecedented levels, and the dairy income for 2022 is going to be very, very strong. So people that have completed profit monitor in the past, and I suppose for people that we're trying to convince to do profit monitor maybe for tw- for 2022 uh, production year, is there a risk those people might say, sure, what's the point? Like, there's this has been a great year. What's it going to tell me? Um, so just on the basis that the returns have been so good, do you think that there's still justified merit for people to, con- to continue to do them or to start doing them if they have never done them before?
1: Yeah, so like, absolutely, I'd say some people might take the, the easy road and decide not to do them because obviously um, profitability has been so good this year. Um, It's been an exceptional year. And look, we all know the majority of dairy farmers will make a lot of money, but Cost of production, I suppose, would be completely different. And that's what we need to look at, not just the end figure of overall profit. There'll be a huge range also between uh, in profit per cow from one farm to another. So I know like overall profit figures on dairy farmers will be very high, but it'll be very different from farm to farm. um, And it's important to analyze these figures. Um, even even in the good years, so um, look as, as uh, just on to that, like there's a lot of talk, I suppose, on on taking more land. I suppose with the banding and different things coming down the line and nitrates, um, to 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 keep more to keep these extra cows. So it might just be it's it's important, I suppose, to look within that and and realize whether these extra cows that we're taking these land for are actually profitable within the system, um, you know, and whether we should be we should be keeping them or or not. So. Um, I also mentioned before, like it's great from a business plan and point of view going forward with expansion and t- things like that, whether um, to have that multi-year data there. Um, so I think, yeah, it's important this year no uh, more than any other to, to complete it. Um, for people starting, I suppose, um, I think it'll be a, a good year to start. Um, the figures will be for sure that bit easier to look at um, and look at it's always a, a, a good starting point to uh to to get it done and it'll be easier you know to go going forward that the first year is always going to be hard you'll be gathering a lot of data and it'll be a bit daunting but um yeah no I think it's it's a good year to start
0: yeah so i i think it's a very important point you're making there in relation to like some some of the media outlets are touting very very big figures for land rental there at the moment whether there's uh whether it's speculation or truth in what's been reported but like the, the, the what they're talking about in some cases nearly the profit that people are generating from those cows and are people going to actually go out and pay that kind of money to ensure that they're able to keep that cow just so that they can pay for the acre that they're taking. It's it's a very, very important piece of information that people need to generate for their own farms to know what their actual profit per cow is uh, to justify whether they can be retaining those animals or not depending on circumstances and that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be a big difference within that. Like you said, like the, the price of land that's been quoted, I know in the area that I'm in anyway, is massive. So um, it's very important for each person to know how much they, they can afford to pay for it, because if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So look, Niamh, when you started working as an advisor a few years ago, you had a nice bit of work to do to convince people of benefits of doing profit monitor. You you, you have good numbers now, but like you you really built it up over a number of years kind of starting from from zero, really. Um, Like it can be a bit area specific. Like I know the office here in Moorpark is is a very strong tradition of doing profit monitor and so forth. So was was it a hard sell to convince people that there was something in it for them that they should be doing it? And like, what did you do to convince people that they were missing out on something by not completing it?
1: Yeah, well, I suppose the first year is going to be hard to complete the rough monitor. Um, With saying that, I suppose there's a number of people that are probably... um. Completing the cash minder through their accountants, or uh, completing the national farm survey, and and look at that's an easy start when when that's been completed, and you can just get that transferred across to your farm advisor. And, and it, look at it is easier to complete it in that sense. But on the other hand, I suppose like a lot of farmers are gathering the data in general to send to their accountants. So I suppose it's just a matter of being organised and having that data pulled together, and maybe analysing it on a month per month basis. Look at yeah, it's it's not easy to to convince people to do it, but but I think if um, if you show them what can be got out of it in terms of maybe sample reports and different things that they they can get from it, um, and yeah, look at from from a point of view of of expansion and just knowing, I suppose as well where they 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 sit within even the top ten percent and areas for improvement and and focus areas going forward. Um, yeah, if you get them to do it the first year, I think it's very easy going forward to to convince them to do it again.
0: Okay, So of you mentioned there about the expansion we we'll say in relation to convincing people, maybe you used it as a tool to to convince clients that they needed to do profit monitor a couple of years ago when you were building up that uh, client base of them. But like we're probably moving into a period of consolidation. So profit monitor is going to be of equal importance in a in a, in a steady state phase as it is true expansion in terms of making the right decisions and making sure that we're not drifting maybe in the, in a steady state situation.
1: Yeah, look, at 100%, the expansion pace has kind of paused for a lot of people. But I, I suppose still, um, in terms of uh, knowing, I suppose, your overall farm figures and um, comparing, we'll say, to the top 10% and things like that, it's it's extremely important still to, to know, to have a proper monitor completed and, and know where you sit, I suppose. Um, the other thing is, like, you know, when people, I, I would call to a lot of people and they would have accounts completed from, um the their accountant and and it's a very simple way to get them uh, accounts sent, emailed over and a profit monitor completed and um yeah they can gain, gain a lot by doing that
0: okay and even actually there's a there's a good housekeeping piece in what you're saying so we are always looking to try and get profit monitors done for so 2022 we're in december now we're trying to get them done maybe in january of 2023 it's going to be an important piece of the jigsaw for people in relation to the high output that they've had from daring this year that they do get their tax accounts done at a very very early stage coming year as opposed to leaving it run on quite late so you can marry the two of these together now so like you said about being just being organized there and if people are pulling their stuff together for for a profit monitor they'll actually have their stuff ready to go to the accountant as well so there's a benefit in doing that i would imagine
1: yeah, absolutely. Like if people are, are, are kinda of organized and have receipts ready to go, yeah, you've kind of you've kind of done both um at the one time because I suppose it's important too to to get that stuff to the accountants and and get, get your accounts finalised for the year. Um but also if if you've that information there, you've you've the bulk of your profit monitor completed. So yeah, I suppose you're you're killing two birds with one stone, I suppose, yeah.
0: Very good. So just uh, I suppose going back to we'll say when you convince the people to do the go through the process of doing Profit Monitor for for the first time, how did you get them to repeat the exercise in subsequent years then?
1: Yeah, so like, look, I think definitely uh, when they have the first one completed, I think that the most important thing is to have a one-to-one consultation with the farmer and the advisor on, on figures, maybe picking out maybe two or three focus areas for the coming year so that's kind of clear and concise information. Um, if they're in a discussion group, that's great, um, all the better, and they can kind of analyze the data and, and compare it within a group setting. Um but look at I think when farmers are going to the effort of gathering the 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 data, they need something from it, not just the paperwork. So they need something within their own farm, we'll say. Uh, not just an overload of information and info that they can relate to. I suppose because look at we all know when we go onto Monitor, there is a lot of stuff there and and different ways. I suppose analyzing it like per cow or cent per litre or per kilo of milk solids. So, um, look at in general feedback has been positive for anybody that ha- has completed it, and I suppose the a- end result of it and, and what they're getting from it. So, um, yeah, look at when they've completed it once, I suppose. Uh, look at it's a bit like keep keeping the pressure on uh, and getting the information earlier in the year and kind of maybe analyzing it in terms of maybe spend an hour a month of coming up with receipts and stuff like that and keeping the data together
0: so you, you kind of touched on it there a small little bit and in your last answer but what tips would you have uh, in relation to completing this for people because look you said it already there this isn't a straightforward it's not a, it's not easy street basically to do this if you're not used to doing it so if you're starting from scratch for the first time there is a bit of time going to go into it but what advice would you have for people maybe in terms of completing it
1: yeah, so like, yeah, you're right. Like in the sense that uh, it's not going to be simple for the first year. And I suppose, yeah, there's no point saying it, it is. It's going to take you a few hours to to sit down and get, gather the data or, or even a day to to gather it up um, and compile everything together. But I, I don't think people should be put off by that either. Like what you get out of it, I suppose, is... is um, will overcome the amount of time that you you've put into to gathering the data. and look once you've done it once, it does get 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 easier the following year. you have more of an idea what what you need and and yeah, um, but like look, I, I think if someone' seriously interests and maybe that bit more tech savvy, it, they should really be spending maybe an hour a month and completing the cost control planner. It leaves it very simple at the end of the year. Cost control planner is an online tool where you input income and expenditure and you associate it to, to whatever it might be, whether it be fertilizer or feed or, or calf feed. Um, but um if if they're not tech savvy, it's no issue. I do think that everyone should have maybe like a, a folder which maybe for income and expenditure and just keep all of our farm receipts like separate from from the household. Uh, remember just that it, your profit monitor is in your tax account. So look at uh, that's an that's an easy way of all the stuff there at the end of the year, and it's just a matter of maybe allocating them then um to, to to different things, whether it be like variable costs or fixed costs. So uh look at I know some people as well just literally write it down in a in a refill pad uh, every day or every week what they spent. So again the same thing income and expenditure and that's a very simple way at the end of the year you just have a line across which w- what exactly you spent on on meal per per month. Uh, and it's very easy to tot it up then at the end of the year. So look at there's many ways that, that you can do it. It can be as complicated as you want or as simple as you want. And I suppose we come in contact with a lot of people that are doing it years and years and doing it a very simple way in terms of the refill pad each day or month they're filling it in. So um, you don't have to be tech savvy, but just that the cost control planner is a very handy tool for anyone that is.
0: Yeah, so like whatever works for people really is the best way to go about it, isn't
1: it? Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, Sonia, I think you've given us a good old rundown there in terms of what people can get out of profit monitor. And we would strongly encourage people to consider doing one for 2022, given um, the challenges that are there around costs. I suppose it's important to rem- remind people what, yes, revenue has been very good from, from milk sales, etc., but costs have risen quite substantially. And uh, there, we'll say if the milk price were to come down, where are our costs in relation to that that milk price if it does come down? And are there areas that we can focus on there, or have we overspent in particular areas? Or uh, does and, and as you said at the very start as well, it ties in well with the the physical performance of the farm and the we'll say the the decisions that are being made on the farm. I think one of the big things that jumped out for me last year with the new reports were the the impact of EBI on farm profitability was quite evident, I think, in, in 2021 reports. Thanks, Neve for coming on to, to, and talking to me this morning. And uh, for everyone that's listening in, we'll be back again next week. Thanks. That's all for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Neve Lynch for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagasc.ie. I'm Stuart Childs and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.